When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 311 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Utter Katie. Slavira. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Other Katie. Thanks, Other Katie. Katie. So today we will be discussing part one of chapter five of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Fallen Warrior. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to plummet your way through the details. Oh, Uh, um, that is in bad taste and I apologize. (laughs) 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 But before we begin, take the heat off of me, Meg's Mousetails. (laughs) Hey. So I saw online that Universal launched two new adult beverages. In time for December? Yeah. They have two new beers that they have um, debuted, and they are called, hold on, Daisy Root Draught. Which is a golden British ale. Oh, I would like that. And dark forest ale, which is a classic brown ale. That alongside the three previously released wizard beers, Wizard's Brew, Dragon Scale, and Hogshead Brew. So I was worried that they were going to like replace yeah. some. Oh, okay. But they've just added an additional. We enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. And you can get them at the Hogshead Pub, the Hopping Pot. Um, and then the Dark Forest Ale is also available at the Leaky Cauldron and the Fountain of Fair Fortune. Oh, well, maybe we'll order one. I'm sure we'll be. Yeah. Eating there. If I go. Well, Fountain of Fair Fortune, we can just go try one back there. If I don't eat Toad in a Hole, I will uh, not make it. I know I need Toad in a Hole. Well, you oh, get. Oh, wait. What like, else did we get? You get, get we like got... food coupons at the. Um, coupons? Coupons at the uh, Orlando Informer, Informer event the or something. The stew is killer. Who? The stew. The stew is Yeah, good. that's what we like. So good. Lamb and Guinness stew. Mm-hmm. So good. With a one of those new beers. Yeah. How hearty. Yum. I'm excited. On a, on a maybe cool December night. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully Did you cool. jinx us? I hope not. From October 10th <laughs> to all the way to December. <sighs> all right. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they may too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast. 
Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. As always, we are accepting Potter stories to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. Hello. 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 <laughs> it's time <laughs> for the r- 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 recap. Did I throw you <laughs> off? You yeah. thought I was going to do something crazy. <laughs> Last time I hurt my throat. I don't want to uh, do that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Fair enough. It is time. <laughs> it is time. The Battle of the Seven Potters turned even more chaotic. Harry and Hagrid are racing for their life to escape the Death Eaters. Harry slips up, uses his, um, what would you call that, signature spell? Signature move, yeah. Yeah, Expelliarmus. Uh, confirms he's the real Harry. Will you please stand up? Voldemort <laughs> arrives, and for the millionth time, Harry barely escapes, um, but he has his wand, and Hagrid to thank for saving him actually i would think it's his protection that he has to thank that too all right summary harry and hagrid land in a pond harry faints ted and dora fix them up and then they're off with the port key to the burrow to discover that no one else is back yet a few moments later remus and george appear with one less ear (laughs) and remus whoa you think I was in bad taste. Remus immediately is sus of Harry and asks him a question only the real Harry would know. Someone betrayed them. Bum, 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 uh, 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 right? It's Professor Snape. And, yep, just Professor Snape. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. That's all. Oh, man. We're currently in a pond. How about that? Do we know where the chapter is? It's chapter five. I know. I was looking for my bookmark. Part one. Part one. Thank you. Of ten. I don't have any notes on page one. Okay, here we go. This is sad. Oh, I forgot about this. Okay. Yep. (laughs) So, Harry is calling out for Hagrid. And he is struggling to get up out of the crash. There's leather and metal and the remains of Sirius's bike all around. And I guess, like, kind of, like, brush over the fact that there's, like, a crash, you know? Like, with debris and whatnot. And he's, like, trying to, like, climb out of this wreckage. And he's in a pond. And he tries to stand to get a sense of his surroundings. And all the while he's trying to, like, find Hagrid, get out of this crash, um, make sense of where he's at. He's also trying to understand why Voldemort would just disappear like he did. Because he expected him in this moment even to show up and cast um, some green light. Yes. Also, can we talk about how, like, I know that Harry never owned Sirius's bike, but, like, that's another piece of his godfather that he's now lost. Yeah. Even though Arthur tries to salvage pieces. Yeah. um, We don't really know what happens with that, I don't think. I don't think that I don't think it shows up in Cursed Child. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
the firebolt's gone and now this mm-hmm. yeah and, and his Hedwig. mirror well his mm-hmm. mirror is almost all the way gone yeah and how to extend this just a lot going on it's a lot for mr harry potter right now per usual <laughs> more than usual <laughs> <laughs> he can feel blood trickling down his chin and he realizes that it is coming from his forehead He sees Hagrid, and he is outside of the pond. So Hagrid didn't land in the pond. He did not get the cush of water or muck or mud. The cush. Cushion. Um, And so I was wondering, like as I'm doing my notes, he does try and Accio Hagrid. Mm -hmm. And I... In my head canon, I feel like that softened the blow. Maybe. Which I'm feeling, you know, Hagrid's got giant skin, right? He's right. he's built differently. He's so incredibly strong. Um, That definitely helps him. But mm-hmm. I do think that Harry may have slowed him down. I like, I mean. Even if it was sense. right before impact or something, because yeah. theoretically, shouldn't that, sounds- that work? Yeah. That's a and that's a huge fall. So like, he had to have had some cushion from something. Yeah. So I'm I've had canon that that helped soften the blow. Yeah, I like that. Props to Harry. Yes, because that was really good, quick thinking, which Harry is very good at. And he tries to talk to Hagrid, but Hagrid doesn't answer. Which is very ominous in this time. Like if you're reading this for the first time, and Hagrid is literally, I think he's described as like a lump. Or something yeah. like that, laying on the ground. I was uh, very worried for Hagrid right now when I was reading this book the first time I remember. Yeah. yeah. Because I was like, we just lost Hedwig. Like, mm-hmm. I know that we're going to lose people, but oh my goodness, like already have we lost Hagrid? Yeah. It's very, very fast. So Hagrid, right, he doesn't answer. And then he hears ha- Harry hears a man's voice and he also hears a woman shouting that they have crashed into the garden. Harry's head is swimming, and he calls for Hagrid again, and then he passes out. Mia confirms that in the Bloomsbury chat, the author confirms that Mr. Weasley fixes Sirius's motorbike and returns it to Harry. Ooh, <gasps> thank you, Mia. Very I good. I love that. Yeah, that's mm. good. Arthur's a good egg. He is. It's a great and opportunity to find out how brakes work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next time that Harry wakes up, he is laying on cushions with a burning sensation in his ribs and his right arm. The tooth that he discovered that was missing had been regrown and his scar is throbbing. So this guy has some kind of cut on his forehead that's bleeding, broken ribs, broken right arm, knocked out tooth. We knew the moment that that had happened. Um... Because he tried to duck underneath the sidecar and hit Ooh. it, which. <laughs> we all funny. still had our headphones on because we did a hangout before this. And I just sent them all a text and was like, um, guys, we can take our headphones off. <laughs> I feel very foolish. And I also a so much. weird. <laughs> my ears everything is so loud oh. now <laughs> okay it's okay i didn't realize until like literally 30 seconds ago well so thank you for telling us because so katie funny. and i would have sat here all night yep 
Oh, man. So the first thing he does this time after he wakes up is um, call for Haggard again. It's the first thing on his mind. He has to make sure that he's okay. And he does this even before his eyes are open. And when the door does um, open, or I'm sorry, when he does open his eyes, he doesn't recognize where he is. And there's also a man who he doesn't recognize who is sitting in the room. And he realizes that this man has been watching him. And he also notes that he's anxious. Quote, Haggard's fine son, said the man. The wife's saying to him now, how are you feeling? Anything else broken? I fixed your ribs, your tooth, and your arm. I'm Ted, by the way. Ted Tonks, Dora's father. And I just thought of something. Um, Harry must have had some very severe looking injuries in order for Ted to know that things were broken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so what did he fix again? his arm, his, his tooth, and his, and his ribs. Mm. I'm partic- I feel like a broken arm, maybe he had a compound fracture of some kind. Harry doesn't really note that, but his arm must have been out of sorts mm-hmm. in the way that it was hanging on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but to discover that he had broken ribs, I'm not a medical person notice. by any means. So I'm wondering what that might look like. Can any, I don't know if anybody in Discord can answer that for me. Like, are there instances of broken ribs where there's some kind of outward Sign. physical appearance? Yeah, because like, even if there is some kind of charm to reveal broken bones, um, you know, usually, yeah, you usually just hear that people like have the bruising and they have trouble breathing, but I was wondering if like, would anything be protruding? I don't know. Like, is that a thing? Chest. Witness flail chest when someone has broken a number of ribs in a row. Interesting, Blake. Thank you. For Mike, go ask. <laughs> I wonder too if like he just kind of did like a like a feel over and that's how he felt the ribs. Because I think that you can feel it. Well, someone brought up yeah. what, what if there's a magical revelio. That's true too. Yeah. Um, to sh- but then why but would to he ask, ask him? him? Yeah, he asked him, oh, yeah. which is which is why I was wondering like. He fixed the obvious things. What else? Mm. Yeah. What else do we... Anything else broken? Right. Yeah. Like, he looks... He's pr- probably looking pretty busted up. Yeah. I assume bruising, definitely. But again, how... F- I mean, well, I guess something like that, like, it would bruise that quickly, wouldn't it? Yeah. I wonder if he... Mm-hmm. I wonder if Harry had a broken skull at all. He never mentioned it in the fixing, but he was bleeding. Maybe he just stitched him up magically or something maybe maybe it was just a cut um yeah so harry sat up and he did this too quickly because lights were popping in front of his eyes and he had to lay back down and then his mind you know he thinks about the current situation he remembers about voldemort again and how close he was and he actually says his name he says voldemort um, before I get into that, I wanted to talk about maybe the possibility of Harry having a concussion here 
um, which I think would be pr- pretty like high possibility. Mm-hmm. And observe. Has anybody ever had um, a concussion? I don't. I thankfully no. I've never had like a diagnosed concussion. I've hit my head pretty bad before and have like seen stars and and whatnot but i don't know yeah i never have i was just wondering so concussion signs that can be observed um someone who can't recall events prior or after which that's not him right now but appears dazed or stunned i feel like that that could fit Forgets an instruction, is confused about an assignment or position, moves clumsily, answers questions slowly, loses consciousness even briefly, shows mood, behavior, or personality changes. So, like, I feel like it's p- very highly possible that Harry could have a, a concussion from from this fall. Yeah. I mean, he lost consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about this. Voldemort. We said Voldemort. It was a quote, right? And I wonder... If this is how they got Ted and Andromeda later. We don't know if the taboo is in place um, yet or not. But I would assume that it would be. Because shortly after this is when the ministry falls. Right? Ministry falls on wedding day. Mm -hmm. That breaks the spells that are protecting the safe houses. Which is how they get into the borough. So when Harry says Voldemort. Here, Death Eaters know to go within this vicinity and wait because there is somebody here that is probably within the Order of the Phoenix. True. And this then leads to them being tortured later on for information. And then Ted ends up being on the run, which ultimately leads to his murder. Harry Potter's to blame. <laughs> it just, I mean, I'm just kidding. But I feel, what What do we think? What do you think about that? I think it's possible. I mean, <clears throat> I, my only question is, was the taboo something that they could even put in place until the ministry fell? Do they need resources from the ministry to make that a thing? That's my only question. Okay. So that would have to be literally instantaneous, something like that happening, because Ministry falls. Kingsley tells them it, it's done. Scrooge Mirror United is dead. They operate out to Tottenham like, Court Road. Within an they hour. They said, they I said say. Voldemort. Yeah. They're in the cafe. It's not an hour. Yeah, less than. It's like minutes. Um, unless they like had everything in place for it. And all they needed was that. And that was one of the first things that they knew that they needed to get up and running, which is possible because, um, you know, once protections fall, that would be your greatest asset to have that taboo. I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn. I mean, I think it definitely could be somewhat in place and they just can't really get to anybody because of the protections. I don't know why they would have to wait for the for the ministry to fall to form a taboo because they could they could use that to locate other people that wouldn't necessarily have protections as strong as the Order of the Phoenix would, even if they weren't members. Um, What's her face who was just killed by Voldemort? 
um, um, Charity Burbage. Yeah. Um, For example, you know, did she say Voldemort's name? She seems like the type that would, but I don't think that she's necessarily a member of the Order of the Phoenix, is she? I mean, that's... Uh, I don't think that she is. No. But, like, I... She just was an ally, you know? I feel like that that's a really easy way for them to just... Weed people out. Locate people. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If it's not... If it's not actually in place yet, they could also be stationing Death Eaters around there because that's where Harry disappeared. Voldemort could go no more. True. So even just them disappearing over there could have signaled we Mm -hmm. should watch this space. And I wonder... That's true. And I do wonder how large of... Like Harry pictures it as a bubble, which is how Tiffany pictures it. Mm -hmm. How big that space is in order to find them. Mia said she thinks the taboo was enacted when Yaxley put Pius Thicknessy under the Imperius Curse. So that would have been now, right? What did you call Pius? Isn't it Pius Thicknessy? Thickness. I think it should be Thicknessy. It's more fun. You're cute. Um, that probably makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pius Thickness. Maybe. Who knows? I think that Voldemort doesn't necessarily need people who are in the ministry to do the things that he wants to do. Sometimes this feels like stuff of his own creation where he goes outside the bounds of magical law. I mean, boyfriend can fly, so what are we talking about here? Right. Yeah. Anywho, thoughts to think, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Harry tries to get up. Ted pushes him back down onto the cushions, clearly thinking that he's hit his head a bit harder than expected because there's no way Voldemort could have been around. Quote, that was a nasty crash you just had. What happened anyway? Something go wrong with the bike? Arthur Weasley over- overstretch himself again? Him and his muggle contraptions? No, said Harry, as a scar pulsed like an open wound. Ooh, I hate that because, mm-hmm. oof, I've felt that before um death eaters loads of them we were chased death eaters said ted sharply what do you mean death eaters i thought they didn't know you were being moved tonight i thought they knew said harry ted tonks looked up at the ceiling as though he could see through to the sky above when we know our protective charms hold them don't we they shouldn't be able to oh 100 yards that's not very far so could have been could have been uh, taboo. Could have been just, hey, they landed in this area. You mm-hmm. said it's only 100 yards. Yeah. yeah. 100 yeah. yards with w- 100 yards of the place in any direction. Mm. That's some geometry. That's not very far, right? It is not. Because, yeah. and that makes, and that, I have a hard time envisioning. But that makes sense because if we think about um, people coming into the borough, they walk they right, they can see yeah. them walk outside yeah. the the boundary and, and disapparate dis- dis- out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Ted is probably onto the same idea as everybody else is in more towards the, the mid to end of this chapter is that they weren't supposed to know that Harry's being moved tonight. So who's the traitor? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> why did I look up 300 yards? That's their feet is a hundred yards. Oh, okay. I re- I read yards. Anyway, 300 feet, a fo- football field. <laughs> 91.44 meters. How many Danny DeVitos? 
Hmm. Is that bot working? Yeah, does the Danny bot work? I don't know. I can try. Okay. 300. 300 feet. Means oh. 62.204 <laughs> DeVitos. That's a lot of DeVitos. That is. Oh, Danny. You know what? Danny DeVito should work with Doritos and make DeVito Doritos. He works with Jersey Mike's. I know. It's cut above. Jersey Michaels. Jersey oh. Michaels. Did you see that? <laughs> Uniform Michael. If you don't think it's Jersey Shore, <laughs> if you think of it as like a football jersey. <laughs> did, uh, did you see that trend on TikTok about like marriage speak? No. Marriage oh, language. I had to, honestly, I had to remove TikTok from my home screen because I scrolled till midnight one night and wanted to sleep all day the next day, so. <laughs> Oops. There was a trend where it was, like, <laughs> what do, like, you and your partner call something? Oh, okay. And someone said Jersey Michaels for Jersey Mike's. <laughs> and then I started making a list of things that we say, like. We say Christmas Jack for. Right. Yeah. For, uh, nightmare. Like, when we're giving Phil like pumpkin, we mm-hmm. call it pumpkin. And like, oh, <laughs> and like, Cute. it was so funny. Like, so many people like they would show like shrimp, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's scrimp." <laughs> oh, we call them scramps. Scramp. Yeah, scramps. Or like pizza was like pisha, 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 pisha. <laughs> that's funny. There was just so many really funny ones. Oh, so fun. Do you know those cookie cakes? Like the flat cookie cakes. Yeah, you get a giant. We call those breakup cookies. <laughs> Okay, we're going to segue into a very quick college story. I did not know Marty at this time. So Marty's a freshman in college. And this guy had been dating this girl for like a long time in high school, like years in high school. They go to college. They break up like right as it's their like anniversary, like three year anniversary. And she sends him a cookie cake to the dorm. Okay. So all these boys are sitting in this dorm and they're playing video games and this guy is very upset. So they're all like very somber and one of he's not so much friend anymore, but he like rolls in and looks down and goes, oh, we got a breakup cookie in here now and takes like five pieces of this breakup cookie (laughs) and rolls back out. (laughs) So they're they're just breakup cookies. (laughs) That is funny. I made oh, a boy. whole list. Oh my god, I love it. It's of so things. Funny. Breakup cookie. Where is it? Marriage speak. A dog is like a poochie or a doog or a poochalooch. Mm-hmm. Cats we call Kit Cats. Um, <laughs> dog legs, like Phil's back legs. We call them chicky legs. Oh, I call them frog legs. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pajamas, I call Jim Jams. Jams, yeah. Mm-hmm. Raccoons are trash pandas. Yeah. Uh, lamb chop is the the toy lamb yeah. chop. Yeah. We call it a chopper. <laughs> we call it a chopper. Why'd you get real, real <laughs> mid Ohio on that? <laughs> call it a chopper. Uh, call it a chopper. <laughs> dog butt, like Philly's butt. We yeah, call it's it a fluff, th- fluffy dog butt. Yeah. Oh, we call it a took a tookus. Tookus, yeah. Sit on your tookus. Yeah, that's fair. And then um, when Phil goes pee outside, we call it that he he had peeps. Yeah, he peeps. Yeah. Okay. He went peeps and poops. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes just peeps. Sure. Mm-hmm. Birds are burbs. 
burps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. A rake leaves Comer. <laughs> That's a trailer, from park, trailer park, boy. park Boy. Leaves Comer. You didn't use rakes. You have no yard. <laughs> when we lived in Kent, we had a very large yard that we yeah. had to help leaves comb. <laughs> Potatoes or patats. Jesus. Okay. Applebee's, eight bees. I could go on. I'm sure you could. But we don't have time. <laughs> I made a list for Swish, too. I thought it would be funny, and then I forgot to make the video. Anyway. <laughs> that would be funny. It's okay. All right. So Harry now connects the dots and <laughs> understands. I'm sorry. Did you see what Mike said when his cat rolls over for belly rubs? He calls it tum tum time or paying the tum tum tax. Oh my god, that's adorable. I am literally forever using that. Yep, tum tum tax. Okay, sorry. Please go ahead about Harry Potter. Thanks. (laughs) Harry understands now the reason for Voldemort's abrupt departure. It's the moment that Harry crossed over the barrier when he disappeared. So. Uh, enough en- enough is enough though Harry feels like he has to see Hagrid with his own eyes to actually accept the fact that he's okay he has just suffered uh, yet another traumatic and tragic loss with Hedwig and he has not accepted that until like a few minutes into the future from here mm-hmm. he was refusing to believe that that was real So just as he's, like, getting up to go and see Hagrid, Hagrid ends up squeezing through this doorway. He's covered in mud, blood, and he's limping, but he's all right. Hagrid's just relieved to see Harry, and he knocks over two tables and an aspidistra to get to him. And I was like, who's that? Does that have a photo? Yeah. Okay. It's a plant. From ourhouseplants.com. You're welcome. That looks oh, like I've a seen boring that plant. plant. It's called a cast iron plant. Boring. It belongs to the lily family. Mm, yeah. That's kind of Oh, shoot. Yeah. It's native to China and Japan and was once a very popular house plant. It's a common feature in many Victorian hallways. It's faded slightly since the Victorian period. It's much less common now in modern homes, but it's still... A wonderful indoor plant to own. Is it? It's green. Is it (laughs) poisonous to cats? Probably. It's in the lily family. It absolutely is. Supposed to be near indestructible. And I I challenge you. (laughs) I challenge you. I killed a cactus. Yeah. 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 I've killed plants that they say you can't. Try me. You can't kill the cactus. (laughs) Watch me. Watch me forget it exists, and then it turns to mush. Ooh, better or worse than geraniums? Katie K needs to know. Um, this plant yeah. is better than a geranium. All right, just green leaves. Got it. <laughs> At least they're pretty looking green leaves. I hate the leaves on geraniums. They're ugly. I'm sorry. What you're doing? I just are they the soft leaves? <sighs> no, they're not that soft. They're not soft enough. I'll tell you that, Tiffany. <sighs> Who hurt you? Geraniums. Geraniums. <laughs> Blimey, Harry. How did you get out of that? I thought we were both goners. Yeah, me too. I can't believe. And this is where it gets real. Harry broke off. He had just noticed the woman who had entered the room behind Hagrid. 
You! He shouted and <laughs> thrust his hand to his pocket, but it was empty. And I love this part because I can feel it. Your wand's here, son, said Ted, tapping on Harry's arm. It fell right beside you. I picked it up. And that's my wife you're shouting at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sorry. What a meeting. <laughs> you know, can you imagine, though? Harry takes yeah. um more note of Andromeda as she, like, comes into the room. She has lighter hair than Bellatrix. She has soft brown eyes. They're whiter and kinder than Bellatrix's. But after Harry screams at her, <laughs> she does look a little haughty. And rightfully so. But you also, like, can't really blame him. No. I mean, you all. look like probably one of his most hated people. <laughs> yeah. When you said right. you, it sounded like Woody in Toy Story. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so inundated with Toy Story lately. Not oh my me. Gosh. Not Hermione. You. Well, I'm- good riddance, you loony. <laughs> All right. So Andromeda says, what happened to our daughter? And Harry explains that, um, unfortunately, he has no idea what has happened to anyone. Mm -hmm. And he also realizes, like, this can't be the best news to hear. Yeah. Um, And, of course, Harry feels guilty. And he immediately starts (laughs) jumping off the deep end. Like, if anyone's died, it is his fault. He willingly gave his hair. It is, you know... He's going to take full-on responsibility for this. Which, of course, it wasn't. But, like, this is just what he feels. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that feeling. That is, of course, I, I would feel guilty, too. I mean, yeah. everybody would feel guilty. So Harry remembers at this point, though, uh, about the port key. And he's like, no, we like we need to take it. We need to get back to the borough. It's and so then, abrupt. It is. It's so fast. It's really abrupt. But... Well, it's abrupt for us because Harry's just now waking up. We right, don't know like how, how long, long were yeah. they there. Yeah, how long were they there? And then think about that and then think about how long it takes for some of the other people to get to the borough. I know. Yeah. They yeah, have like to set up point, new port keys, but still. Like yeah. at this point, are some of them still fighting in the sky? You know? Probably some of them, yeah. yeah. Which is scary. That's a long journey. And... um. So he then promises, like, I'll send word back once I find out about Tonks. Um, and Ted is just like, you know, she'll be okay. She's an Auror. She's been in other tough spots. But I wondered, like, what other tough spots? Do you think that it's just pertaining to this war, probably? Yeah. I would assume so. I mean, she's too young to have been in the first. Right. I just, like, wonder, you know, they say, like, Aurors, obviously, are tough and, like, they deal with a lot. But, like, on the day-to-day, like, what kinds of things do you Didn't think... Didn't she fight in the... She um, did as an In six? Did, wasn't she there? Yeah. Was she there in five? In the movie she was. I'm trying to think if she was in the book. We should probably know this as podcast host. <sighs> I think so. Yes, because she yeah, said I'd that be Bellatrix surprised. tried very hard to kill her. Yeah. Wasn't that at the end of five? That was the end of six. That's seven. That's now. Yes. Okay. Well, hey, at least I knew she said it sometimes. You did know the quote. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Was she at the Department of Mysteries? That's what I want to know. I think so. She was definitely there at the uh, What's It's, wasn't she? At the What's It's? 
And at the Who's Astronomy Tower battle. Let's see. I pulled up her wiki page. Um, Is Tonks at the Department of Mysteries? Yes. So those are tight spots. True. Yeah, that's true. Protecting the castle. Maybe that was seen as a tight spot. I really do want to know, like, what... But like, like what, what other things are the you know? orbs like, doing? Yeah, what is a tough spot she could be in just on the day to day? Like, what were the or well, yeah, I was gonna say what were they doing between the time Voldemort wasn't around, but probably chasing down. I was gonna say followers. it could have to do with Death, Death Eaters, Eaters in general. People just like, who hate Muggles, yeah, mm-hmm. um, anything to do with maybe dark artifacts. Basically, mm-hmm. they're dealing with extremists a lot of the time, which yeah. is always scary. Yeah, She's I just thought that was interesting. in the brain. <laughs> oh yeah, Mia. That's funny. Yeah. She, yeah, you're right. She was with Ron. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, okay, let's see, where was I? So they go to the room with the port key and Hagrid asks where Hedwig is. And this is the first time that Harry has to say it out loud. I think this is where he starts to find, he accepts it. What? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Do it. Say no. It out loud. Hedwig yeah. is dead. Vampire. Is that what she <laughs> says, though? Vampire. Yeah. I hate it. Um, How old are you? 17. How long have you been 17? A while. <laughs> a while. Do we know how old he is? Uh, he was born in the like 20s, wasn't he? He's over 100. I think he's 117. He's 117. You're right. You're oh, right, you're right. how convenient. Right. Um. Okay. So he <laughs> says, back to Hedwig dying. What are you dying. about? Oh, Harry has to say it out loud for the first time. And he tells... Hagrid that she got hit and he felt tears sting his eyes oh, Harry. which is sad but I did love this line in the book it says the owl had been his companion his one great link with the magical world whenever he had been forced to return to the Dursleys but now Harry didn't need that anymore and like it's a very sad death but it's also a very meaningful one mm. Um. so yeah Obviously, it's very sad, but like it, it represents a lot at the start of this book, I think. You know, it's the death of his mm-hmm. innocence. It's the death of his childhood. It's it's just sad. Yep. Yep. Life, life in the way that he knew it is gone. It's now gone, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the hairbrush starts glowing because that is what their port key is, is a hairbrush. And they get, Oh, where is my, is my hairbrush? hairbrush? Yes. Um, so Hagrid's like, when she lived a you know, good old life. Um, would you like to know the average snowy owl life in the wild? 
Yes. Oh, good call. 10 years. Captivity, 28. She oh, wow. had some time. And yeah. she's magical, so I bet she, she could have got burb. up to like 50. She's a wee bird. Burb. 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 Uh, okay. So the hairbrush starts glowing and they get pulled to the burrow. He feels that familiar pool behind his navel. Hate it. I would vom every time. I don't think I would enjoy that very much. I don't think I would like it. Oh yeah. my gosh. Speaking of vomiting, a girl I went to high school <laughs> with. <laughs> okay. Girl I went to high school with posted that she was at Wizarding World this past weekend. And I was like, oh my God, I need pictures. You know, tell me everything. She goes, do you have any tips? And the first thing I said was, I threw up on Forbidden Journey. And then I list out all these other things and like stuff she should eat and whatever. <laughs> 30 minutes later, I get a text. I threw up on Forbidden Journey. <laughs> oh, no. She goes, not going to lie. It was kind of worth it, though. <laughs> it's a pretty cool ride. I wish I could say the same. I have not seen it. <laughs> Were your eyes just shut the whole time? I saw Harry on a broom. And I did I see the Whomping Willow? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's there. That's all I saw. That part's like almost Harry was down. like, come on. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> do I have to puke in my cheeks? Going go- oh God. God, what a day. Uh, so when they arrive at the borough, Mrs. Weasley is immediately at him asking what happened. She's like, where are the others? Which is obviously not a good thing to hear. Um, It means that things did not go well, right? Yep. Mm. So he explains that the Death Eaters were waiting for them. They were surrounded as soon as they took off. Four chased just him and Hagrid. And then Voldemort showed up. And he could hear... This is a quote from the book. He could hear the self-justifying note in his voice. The plea for her to understand why he did not know what had happened to her sons. But she gave him a hug and just said, thank goodness you're all right. And he felt like he didn't deserve that. Harry. Which makes me sad because she does treat him and will always treat him like one of her sons. And it was just as Mm -hmm. important to her to have him arrive safely as it is to have everyone else arrive home safely more so you've seen that picture online giant picture of harry and then the other boys very small (laughs) Ginny's probably up there too Ginny, Mm. Ginny and harry have the biggest portrait right Mm -hmm. like they're the golden children because they get married right yeah yeah they're above the mantle everyone else is like for sure you know polaroids yeah (laughs) um hagrid asks for brandy (laughs) For medicinal purposes, of course. And Molly summons it for him. And Harry just goes to Ginny and gives her this look that was just, like, begging her for information. And she, being the good partner deep down that she is, understands exactly what he needs Mm -hmm. and is ready to tell him. Yeah, because they're not technically, they're not together right now, right? (sighs) Correct. Right. That was the end of last school year he's protecting her Mm -hmm. i mean he does have a point but also they're gonna go after the weasley family anyway correct so yeah Yeah. um so yeah jenny gives up information for him which is awesome because in the past yeah in the past everything has been kept from him so 
I feel like this is one of the first instances ever that Harry, like, gets information. Everything is usually kept from Ginny, too, though. That's a little bit of a difference from this book now as well, because I think that now they're realizing that they're at that point in the war where it makes more sense for everyone to be informed than to be kept in the dark. Well, they try to keep her in the dark during the battle. True. Try. Try. Eh. Yeah. I mean, I'd do it, too. Yeah. But she has a good point. She'd be just, like, sitting in there waiting, but I'd rather you be sitting in there waiting, not knowing, than out there dying like Fred, you know? Right. For sure. Oof. And she's in the thick of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Ginny says, Ron, Ron and Tonks should have been back first. So she gives the whole rundown. Then it was supposed to be Mr. Weasley and Fred. Then Harry and Hagrid. So reminder, Harry and Hagrid are first. And then after them, uh, George and Remus were due back in about a minute from now. So Mrs. Weasley brings out the brandy to Hagrid. He drinks the whole bottle in one shot. Oh, Hagrid. <laughs> Which for to medici- him... For medicinal purposes. Right. For him, that probably really is like, you know, a shot or two. True. Um, so suddenly this blue light appears and like Ginny said, a moment later, another port key comes back, but thankfully Remus and George are with it. Harry knows right away something's wrong because Remus is supporting him and George is unconscious and his face was covered in blood. So Harry comes over to help him get him inside and as, and as soon as he's on the couch, Harry realizes one of his ears are missing. George's, not Harry's. Harry's got two ears. It's all Thank good. you yeah. for the clarification. Yeah. So, of course, Mrs. Weasley swoops in to take care of him. And, like, Harry doesn't even have time to, like, think about anything that's happened because Remus grabs him and drags him, not gently, it's noted, to the kitchen. And poor Haggard's still trying to get in the door and he's like, what are you like what are you doing to Harry? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Roughing him up. Right. And he demands to know what creature was in his office at Hogwarts the first time Harry visited him. Um and he's like shaking him and saying, Answer me. And Harry's like, I don't know how he remembered and like under this like he's pressure. Such a, but he's he that's him. That's very true. He I would, would be have been good like, on a game show. Oh, like yeah. he would rule a game show. Right. And I... What game show would he be best at? I did so good in, like, that online thing when I was trying out for that HBO show. Mm -hmm. I swear to you, if I'd have gotten on that stage, I would have probably failed miserably. (laughs) Because it would have been too stressful. Yeah. 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 And... I don't do great under stress. The the lady who I was interviewing with and she was quizzing me, she made me feel so comfortable. But, like, lights, people, makeups, no. Right. Yeah. I would Cameras. probably be way too stressed out. Yeah. What game show would Harry be really good at? Not Jeopardy. Survivor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a game show considered? No. Yeah, I know. I was thinking more Big like... Big Brother. No. I don't know. Um, Who are we talking about? Who would be good? Family Harry. Feud. Harry. Family yeah. Feud is a good one. Yeah. Family Feud or um, Guts. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> no. No, that's not <laughs> quick thinking. No, not Harry. What's that one that was on Nickelodeon where you would have to go through the mouth <gasps> down oh the God. tongue into the stuff? What was, was that? Like Temple Doom or something? No, no that's that's Legends of the, the Hidden Temple. Yeah, he'd be good at that too, Temple though. Temple of 
The one with that's the slime. Do you remember? What? That's Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> with the slime. Family. And you'd have to get the flags out Double Dare. Double Dare. Double Dare. Thank you, Rebecca Buckeye. He would be so good at Double Dare. Yes. Mm-hmm. I. It was my dream to go on that show. Dude, I just wanted to get slimed. I wanted to pick the nose and get the flag. I almost got slimed. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. How? Okay. Okay. This will be a quick story. But way back in the day in Cleveland, there used to be this festival that they did down at the Flats, and it was, like, called Kids Fest. Nickelodeon came. No way. And I was there. Nickelodeon was there. Was Dick Stickley there? I don't think so. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And Stick Stickley was the original uh, Clippy. Yes. (laughs) And I was there with my dance team. I actually don't know who came first, though. Anyways, your dance team. I'm sorry. Probably. (laughs) Was it Clippy or Stick Stickly? Who came first? Can somebody on Discord look that up? Um, Anyway, so I was there with my dance team, and News Channel 5 came up to us, and they're like, we need three of you. One of you is going to get pied in the face. One of you is going to get slimed, and I don't remember what the third person was. And I immediately volunteered. I was like, yes. And I got pied in the face. Oh, man. I mean, that's pretty classic, too, though. Mark Johnson from News Channel 5, the weatherman, pied me in the no face on TV. No <laughs> I have a question. So is it like pie crust and lots of just like Cool Whip? It was just like a like oh, a tin man. pan, like pie yeah. pan with just whipped cream. Okay. I really want chocolate pie. I was now. wondering. Chocolate pie sounds so good. <gasps> I got to tell you something about pie later. Very exciting. I found out grape pie is a thing. Grape pie. Grape? Yeah. Hmm. Concord grape pie. Like purple? Is that purple? Yeah. I don't know like grapes. Concord's like the, they're like the really I don't know purple. grapes is what I just said. <laughs> I don't know bread. Wheat. <laughs> I don't even know. Wheat. I don't even. Red. I don't know a grape name. <laughs> is purple uh, Concord. Grape? That's it. Are there other grape names? There's, There's gotta, gotta be. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Jinx, you owe me a Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you almost swore. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we both kind of got it. So I don't know. Does it cancel out? Did it Cokes? <laughs> I mean, she finished saying Summit and you stopped. She no, didn't I say said She said two Cokes. Isn't it Coke, then Summit Cola? Is that the rule? I guess we need to establish a rule. Yeah, we need <laughs> rules. Hmm. Um, Just so you know, there's lots of What about those witch finger grapes? grapes. Those, those are amazing. witch finger grapes. Cotton candy so grapes. Good. Those are good. I know. Okay, but I just learned something for the very first Rops. time. What are green grapes Dogs called? don't lay eggs. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, there is champagne grapes. Oh, well, that makes sense. Moon drop, which is the witch finger. Look at us over here like, are there other grapes? Yeah, there's millions of things of wine we are i know i literally we was like, not win are you smarter than a i literally was like oh pinot noir chardonnay oh yeah it's wine wine <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize that they were the same name as the grapes did you no. i wish if you i were just only thought that it was like how the wine was made that made it different i didn't realize it was, it was erupting with grape names wait this is those are di- those are the names of different grapes riesling Cabernet Sauvignon. No. You're making this up. Types of grapes from sources across the web (laughs) on Google. (laughs) Give me one of the sources. I don't know. Grapenames.com. What? Grapenames.com. Grapenames. 15 types of grapes. Great grape names. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was regions. So 
I thought it had to do with the region that the grape was grown in. I didn't realize that it was a specific grape. So it's a specific grape and the region it's grown in. I mean, in? these grapes are called Pinot Noir. That is bizarre. My mind is blown. How bizarre? But How you could bizarre. also So what find... do Merlot grapes look like? Because Wait. those should be thrown away. You can also find like Pinot Noir grapes in sparkling wines like Champagne. But those have to be made in champagne. Yeah. Okay, Megan with an H. What? Champagne is a region. There are other types of grapes not specific to regions, though. But only champagne is from France. I'm so... This is cool information. This was... This was really cool information. Thank you. Cotton candy. <laughs> All because you discovered that grape pies are a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And because I talked about getting pie in the face. <laughs> because of Nickelodeon. Dear Nickelodeon. Dear Stick Stickly. Dear Stick Stickly. This is news information for you. Did anybody find out who which came first? The stick or the clip? <laughs> I don't know. Can I, we have a battle? Oh, God. Oh, my God. All Harry right. Potter. Finish this. I got to put Louie to bed. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <sighs> Remus. Shaking Harry. Answer me. Right? Ugh. Harry, quick thinking. He's like, uh, a Grindelow in a tank, wasn't it? Yes, that's the correct answer. I would have been like, I don't know, a hinky punk. I would have forgotten. Red cap. Mm-hmm. So Remus releases him and he falls against the kitchen cupboard. Dude's exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like, exhausted from everything that just happened, trying to keep George alive and then needing to check that Harry is the real Harry. It's a lot of anxiety. So he apologizes, but he says that he had to check. Quote, we've been betrayed. We've been betrayed. Those are delicious. No. Those are amazing. No, they're so good. Those are witch fingers. Those are called moon drops. Those are moon drop grapes. No. I don't I don't want any part of that. No, dude, you gotta try. Turds on a vine. Don't put that in front of me. Fine. I will eat them all. Friggin' awesome. I'm gonna buy some for the next time we record. Well, you better cut them up because I'm gonna eat them whole. Why do you eat regular grapes? I don't. You don't eat grapes? No, I don't really like them. What's wrong with you? I would rather eat other fruit. Weird. Anyway. Don't like bananas. Yeah, don't like real. grapes. Bananas are trash. Nature's candy. Both of those Your are nature's, nature's candy. candy. Mm-hmm. Megan, no. This is snack. This is like I know. I want to. It's making me mad. Mm. <laughs> I hate flies. Really mad about flies. Like, (laughs) real mad. Okay, Meg, you stayed up after I fell asleep chasing a fly in our room. But I killed it. (laughs) Took me an hour, but I killed it. You are. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. Okay, Remus. (laughs) We've been betrayed. Voldemort knew that you were being moved tonight, and the only people who could have told him were directly involved in the plan. You might have been an imposter. So Hagrid, Hagrid's like, why didn't you check me? And Remus says, because you're half giant and Polyjuice Potion is designed for human use only. Question one, can Remus use Polyjuice Potion? Or no, because he's technically not fully human. I think he can. Question two, aren't there other magical disguises other than Polyjuice? So like, yeah. why is that the only... Yeah. Like... They tra- I guess they're not they as transfigure good, though. Rons. Right. So like, why is that the only reason he didn't... Sh- Check Hagrid. I feel... Do you really think he can use polyjuice? I feel like the answer is no. Really? Yeah, because his DNA makeup is... 
different. A different little furry. Now. <laughs> it is a little furry. It's his furry little friend. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe my my guess was going to be no. Huh. Sure, I go with it. You can answer. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Harry says none of the order would have told Voldemort they were moving tonight and he goes on to explain that Voldemort only old members would <laughs> what <laughs> old members would Snape is an old member oh. of the order of the Phoenix true you're welcome thank you um so he explains that Voldemort caught up to him in the end and he didn't know who he was in the beginning so if the person was in the order they would have known from the start that the real Harry was with Hagrid so Remus is like wait like Tell me more about Voldemort. What happened? Like, how did you escape? So Harry gives him the river river recap, right? <laughs> and Remus asks him how he was recognized. And Harry's trying to remember because, like, all of this literally happened in the blink of an eye, really. So he's thinking, he explains, like, I saw Stan Shunpike. He's like, you know, the bloke from the conductor on the night bus. Is that, like, so random for you? It was so random for me. What? Stan. Just Stan. I think maybe yeah. it's to show that, like, anybody can be imperious. And, like, even, like, Harry knows Stan. Stan's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And yet here he is, like, fighting yeah. against the Order of the Phoenix. I get the point of it, but it did just, like, it just feel felt random. He, it did he feel just felt so out of left for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Jinx, you will be a Goby. Who? You. Why? We said yeah at the same time. I was yeah, telling you the yeah. other day. We gasped okay. at the same time. That's Alana. And I and I could feel it off of her and nothing happened. I was like, I don't know how you didn't jinx me on that. And she's like, I felt it though. <laughs> That's Louie. She will jinx you if you breathe the same. <laughs> Which Both is sniff. odd because she and I do. <laughs> You're mini me. Mm-hmm. So Harry's like, I tried to disarm him instead of, well, he doesn't know what he's doing, does he? He must be imperious. And Remus, like, cannot believe this. And he says, Harry, the time for disarming is past. These people are trying to capture and kill you, at least stun if you aren't prepared to kill. And Harry, they both have a point. Here's me seeing both sides. Harry's like, look, we're hundreds of feet up. Stan's imperious. If I stunned him even, he could have fallen and died the same as if I had used you know green light yep and he says expelliarmus saved me from voldemort two years ago that feels that the the last part of harry feels very i don't know if childish is the right word but very not seasoned within war yeah which are where most of these people are right right he's like well it worked two years ago and it's like you're in the middle of a chaos it's a battle whole different ball game <laughs> yeah. now than it yeah. was two years ago yeah. for sure and also i like honestly i'm kind of with remus here like it's rough and obviously by no means did obviously harry doesn't want to hurt stan but stan how do i say this Without coming across as total. She's so great. Well, there is a point to the fact that Stan is imperious and he is not thinking those things about you. Like, he's out to kill. He is. His intention His intention is clear, even if you don't believe that that's actually him. And at the end of the day, Harry himself is the biggest asset that 
the order has mm-hmm. right mm. chosen one he is the chosen one and he needs to start acting like that when it comes to defense defending himself against other people uh, even others that aren't Voldemort because they yeah. may not uh, they may not agree that they have to wait to let Voldemort do something to him you I know I feel like Harry I don't I don't know if it's like subconsciously or what, but like all the things that he does are like defensive magic skills. It's like Laurie was Laurie was talking like Snape taught him everything that he needed to know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even within like this battle, like everything is just defensive. What hell? The last battle. Expelliarmus. You know? Yeah. He doesn't even go on the offensive. Yeah. And. It, it, I wonder if he just does that because of his parents and because of what he is fighting against. Like, you're that way. I'm this way. This is black and white for me. There's no gray. It. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But I, I'm a thousand percent with Remus on this. I would not. It just seems like like I, I would not be stunning. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'd be doing other things. Maybe not green lights. But no, I don't think I would do that. But but Harry is right. I mean. Anything else? I mean, he could have killed. He could he could have killed anybody. I mean, stupefy. You can kill somebody with that in the sky with you know if they fall. Yeah, right. for sure. So that's what he said too. Yeah. So it's not like he was completely on the defensive. He just wasn't casting green lights. But he wasn't even it. doing. He did do some stupefy, didn't he? I think he did stupefy. He encouraged the use of Z buttons, mm-hmm, the brick mm-hmm. wall. That guy could have died. Um, I mean, he didn't, but I mean, I know that like what stopped him was the fact that it was Stan, but it it's mm-hmm. Megan I, say Taylor Swift. Taylor Don't. Swift is beautiful. <sighs> Did anybody get a bingo now? People were close. Oh, I thought <laughs> Tiff was just trying to like extra score Griffin. I was only. going. Oh no, I, I don't was, know. Who, who need, I don't know. I was said gonna they were start. Close. I was gonna start singing Champagne Problems because we were talking about mm-hmm. Champagne repro- before. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's this? Uh oh! Did Uh-oh. I accidentally Uh-oh. inadvertently Uh-oh. get a Griffin? <laughs> yeah. Did I? <laughs> she knew what she was doing. I didn't see that. Did I thought I that people were close. Did I, I like Taylor Swift. I'm going to that movie. Same. Me too. <laughs> we're going five times. That's excessive. <laughs> is it? Yes, it no. is. How many times would you see Harry Potter in theaters? Five. Two. Two? Yeah. Oh my god, no. Yeah. No. Okay, finish the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I would go like (laughs) 10 plus times to go see Harry Potter. You did, you won over 20. Yeah, for the first one. (laughs) Okay, so Harry's upset because Expelliarmus worked, right? Doesn't want to kill anybody. Expelliarmus! So Remus is trying, it says, he says this with painful restraint. So he's like trying not to be like a complete butthead, but like needing to get the point across, you know, like I don't want to scream at you, but I want to scream at you. Yeah. So he's like, yes, Harry. And a great number of Death Eaters witnessed that happening. Forgive me, but it was a very unusual move then under imminent threat of death. Repeating it tonight in front of Death Eaters who either witnessed or heard about it the first occasion was close to suicidal. I mean, he's not wrong because... The second he did that, they were like, back off. That's the real one. They were on it. In comes Voldemort. Mm-hmm. 
so so harry's like so you think i should have killed stan shunpike and he says of course not but the death eaters frankly most people would have expected you to attack back expelling armis is a useful spell harry but the death eaters seem to think it is your signature move and i urge you not to let it become so it's crazy because like we know the outcome and like that is like the spell that you know saves the wizarding world really yeah yeah but like he's not wrong especially because like you are you're the mockingjay of this cause like we need you i'm mad because you could have died like you're mm-hmm. really we lucky have a hunger games quote here right hunger games comparison mm-hmm. i'm excited for that movie anyway. like you're lucky that you came out of this alive because yeah. you, d- you weren't prepared to kill or stun or whatever mm-hmm That's it, part one. All right. It's not their first fight, this book. Mm, or, I mean, only. It is their first fight, this book. This is a fun question if if we all can remember. Mm. Tasha asks, when you first read the chapter, like the first time, who did you think was going to be the fallen warrior before it got revealed? Because that is like the title of the chapter. I don't remember. But to be honest with you, I may have not thought that someone was dead mm. i may have read the chapter and not you know yeah i remember being very surprised that moody was dead so yeah i, I think, think i was you. i think i was shocked i thought it was gonna be hagrid just because of how the the chapter it's like, started yeah out. it's like immediately he's still yeah. down like yeah right. <laughs> but, but no i don't remember mm-hmm. uh let's see chill (laughs) sam asks if you could put the harry potter characters in a broadway musical which would it be hairspray Hairspray. that was the first one i thought of (laughs) wicked (laughs) (laughs) cj marie asks what is your worst injury to date since we talked about all of harry's injuries (laughs) my acl does childbirth (laughs) count because that's it yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, why not? Diastasis fracture. Uh, I broke my toe. <laughs> I, dude, I know that hurt though. I don't know. Yeah, probably. You were bad, like I guess. nauseous. Like oh, that was bad. That was so painful. Mm, I imagine. <laughs> um, let's see. Katie K asks, wine, dry or sweet, red or white? Dry white. Dry white. Dry white or sweet red. Yeah, I like sweet red. But Reds are dry disgusting. white is like my first. Reds are meat juice, and you cannot convince me otherwise. It Literally, is. there's like one type of red wine that I'll drink, and it is like a muscat. It's called Roscato. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet, but I, that's the only red Roscato? wine I can tolerate. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I know the answer to this, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Kendra asked... What question would you ask each other to make sure you were not polyjuice potioned? Hmm. Are we even friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question. No, big I'm question. saying are we even friends? We're all silent. <laughs> I, would, I was thinking. I would ask you. Your favorite uh, ride. At Disney? Yeah. What is your favorite ride? <laughs> It kind of changes. <laughs> it changes. That's a that's a tough one. What would you say for me? Because I bounce back and forth. I know you immediately want to say haunted mansion, but sometimes I think it's pirates. 
those are the two that came in my head for you yeah mine is probably cosmic rewind the guardians Mm. of the galaxy ride seriously oh my god yeah it's the best ride i've ever gone on my entire life (laughs) i could ride that ride over and over and i wouldn't even care if i puked because it's so much fun (laughs) that's not a good question then because we we can't Um, we're mood riders okay i specifically would ask you tiffany yeah what dessert did you make at the swish dinner when swish became a thing okay do i have to answer not if you don't want people to know our secret question. <laughs> oh, dang. But you can't. But is she the real Tiffany? But is are you the real Tiffany? What did you make, Tiffany? I made those mandrake puddings. Yeah. They Wrong. Were so cute. Faker. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've had bird Megan, beer. Megan, what do I continuously ask for and have not yet received? <laughs> From me? Yes. <laughs> I know this one. Oh, my God. Back tickles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe there's two things. <laughs> it's a food. It's a food. Oh, Cornish pasties. Yes. <laughs> Back tickles. Cornish pasties. That's the episode title. No, oh, I like what I made it. What is it? Harry has two ears. Years? Ears. Because Katie was like, years. I'm clarifying. Oh, it's supposed to say ears. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what joke did I miss? Two ears of what? Harry's got two ears. Oh. I thought that was funny. Yeah, are you you the fake Meg? No. You didn't know Cornish pasties. Ask me a question. (sighs) I can't think of anything. Fun. We've got like over a decade together. Right? (laughs) Zoinks. Dude. Are you waiting? Sorry. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of pressure for Catherine. For real. I could ask what gift you gave me on my wedding on our wedding day. My wedding day. That's what I was going to say. Uh-uh. Yeah. I got you Felix Felicis. Mm-hmm. Felicis. I can never freaking pronounce that word. Liquid luck. I got you liquid luck to put in your little your oh little pocket. Mm-hmm. And she made me a really cute Pooh Bear wood um burning like she like burned yeah. wood nice poo bear all right that's it fan story fan story i hope i don't say your name wrong kyra so i would say that i think i would say kyra kyra yeah. cuts which is a cool name this is from december of 2019 mm. here we go hi my name is kyra cuts and this is my potter story first i have to start by saying i'm a gryffindor my Patronus is a capuchin monkey. And my wand is redwood with a dragon heartstring core, 12 and 3 quarter inches with brittle flexibility. My earliest memory of Harry Potter was when I was about four years old. My mom took me and my sister to go see the first movie whenever it came out. My sister had started reading the books and at the time she was in love with the series. I ended up falling asleep, but whenever the troll scene came on, it woke me up and I couldn't stop crying because I was so scared. In middle school, I decided to finally read the books, and I fell in love with the story even more. I recently discovered your podcast after randomly deciding to search for something new to listen to one day. Little did I know how important this podcast would become to me. Whenever I started listening, I was going through a dark time. I was having to face some of the bad decisions I had made over the years in an attempt to right my wrongs. While I was listening to episode 47, I realized how thankful I am for you girls and all you've done. 
I love listening to your interpretations, theories, and jokes. This podcast has turned into a safe haven for me, and I couldn't be more thankful. Kyra, that's so sweet. Yeah. Thank you. You can't do this to me on an already emotional episode. Dude, right? And we're not even, like, there yet in this episode. Honest, I love hearing that we're your safe haven. So that's I'm like I'm happy to be that for you. I don't have words, so thank you. Me, yeah, brings me joy. Thank you. I hope that you're still around, like listening. Do you still like us? Yeah. <laughs> Are you hearing this right now? Mm. Um, but thank you for your story. Appreciate it. Yeesh. Want a ear joke? Wow. Yes. So now we're all in bad taste in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Do it. How do you describe decorative Halloween corn? It's eerie. <laughs> <laughs> all I could think of was iridescent because of Disney. Oh, I like that. Iridescent. If you would like to follow us on social media, myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Peaches family and Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at tiffswish underscore flick. I kind of have something that I want to plug for all three of us. Do it very fi- fast because I'm getting text messages. So <laughs> I just want to say <clears throat> that if anybody likes our podcast, A Court of Thorns and Roses, A Court of Swish and Flick, um, we have some Big changes and announcements coming to the podcast at our next live show, which is going to be October 25th on Discord. Um, we're mm. making some announcements. We're changing some things up, and I'm very, very, very excited. It's, it's a big deal. Um, and we really hope that there's a lot of people there that day to be there. So it's going to be fun mm-hmm. it's going to be great it's going to be great it's going to be great all right that's for all of us yep um marguerite got bingo congrats Ooh. to gryffindor i do think that tiffany <laughs> i did not but it's okay you i did, didn't man. know i didn't know it was just her i took a shot <laughs> in the dark it was a shot in the dark um the house <laughs> cup standings <laughs> are oh, gryffindor man. In first, Ravenclaw in second, very close behind. Hufflepuff is in third, also pretty close behind. And Slytherin is pretty far down. Poor Slytherins. Oh, man. Go, go, Gryffindor. Everybody else stinks. Oh, Tasha, you stink, you lion. Now I feel like a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, everyone. Say good job, snakes. <laughs> she whispered it. <laughs> Bev, crank that audio up. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. What's this for? For ears. And years. <laughs> ears and years. And also. I dig it. All grapes. <laughs> grapes. And all grapes. And all grapes. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. Hey, what would the green grape say to the purple grape? Breathe. Oh my god. (laughs) Do you hate me now? (laughs) I could never hate you. I think Mia just combusted.
That's okay, me. I didn't ask you about it. You can't hate me. I didn't bother you. Mia! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.